0: Welcome to another episode of Finesse Media Podcast, Season 2, with your host, Ken Finesse Media, and co-host, Treats a Millionaire. As the hosts gather their show notes and stage the studio for their next guest, sit back, sit back, turn up your, up your volume, volume, and get ready for something brand new.
1: Two, It's your boy Ken Finesse Media. I got my co-host, my sister, my co-host in the building, Treese
2: in the building millionaire. What's up, man? What's up, what's up, what's up? You already know who it is. It's your girl, Treese millionaire.
1: Yeah, Treese. And we back, y'all, with another episode of Finesse back Media Podcast. And uh, we bringing uh, to you another episode where we spotlight people that finessing the game, man. So this episode Absolutely. is just like the episode before, is uh, a finesse man. Cassie Murph, Casey Murph, I can't Casey wait to Murph. speak with Casey Murph, Casey Murph, all the way from Kansas City, man. One of the one of the barbers that's finessing the game, and uh, we can't wait to speak with him and have him join us on this episode, and also on Finesse Media Podcast each and every week. Uh, we talk about HBCUs, man. So make sure uh, you stick around throughout the episode. At the end, we spotlight our HBCU of the week. So we can't wait to do that. Treese in her sultry voice uh, give us the information that we probably never knew. So we want to talk to all HBCUs. So if you want your HBCU to be spotlighted on Finesse Media Podcast, hit us up, Finesse Media Podcast at gmail.com. Teresa, we're going to spotlight those people there and those HBCUs. So come on with your HBCU because we want to talk about your experience. We want you to talk about the experience that you had at your HBCU. So make sure you hit the subscribe button, the follow button. If this is your first episode checking out, we are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Blog Talk Radio. The list goes on and on. So anywhere that you can stream podcasts, uh, you can follow or subscribe. So, that's the spiel. That's the opening of the show, man. Trees. I cannot wait to speak with uh, your barber. This is your barber, uh, Casey Murph, out of Kansas City, man. And shout out to Philly Moo. Philly Moo dropped us some new music uh, a couple of weeks ago. And we always talk about it. And we always want to play it for you. Coming up, it is electric. And uh, we'll be back with our special guest. And... Uh, we want to Give uh, Philly This chance to uh, Not even a chance But Philly Hit us up with this music And uh, we'll, be, we'll be back uh, With our special guest
3: There is always a curious Tie at some point Between the fall And the creation Taking this ghastly risk uh, Is the condition their being life. A bit, of better staff the sun one uh. Listen,
1: y'all know how it goes. Oh,
3: yeah.
1: Philly know how to bring some good music. I ain't
3: even going to oh, keep that really. going. Philly know how to bring some good music. You must be used to all the finer things. That's my
2: shit yeah. right
3: there. <laughs> it's by what money brings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that's it a, it's a, it's a group me, you hope will never change. Trees in
1: the vibe. <laughs> Trees <in> the vibe. <laughs> Sweet to the vibe, man. But again, yes, Finesse sir, Media doctor? Podcast. Huh?
2: I say, yes, sir, doctor. Talk your shit. Right. Man. Talk your shit.
1: <laughs> you in the business. Uh, and, you know, uh, Finesse Media Podcast, man. Each and every episode, what we do is bring about Finesses uh, that's finessing the game, man. So we've had, as, as you can see, if you clicked on this episode, maybe at this point, at least 15 Finesses. So adding to that roster from Kansas City, I would say. Uh, from the Midwest, the best motherfucking uh, area in the United States. Come on, States, uh, come, come on, talent, come on with it. Look, what well, talent is produced by way of uh, Kansas City, Kansas, like I say, man. Make some noise the from the, the uh, barber, man. Casey Murph, man. What's up, brother? What's, what's, up? what's going on? What's up, what's up,
4: what's up? What's, up? what's, what's the up deal,
3: Casey?
4: And that's Kansas City, Missouri. For all y'all know, Kansas City, Missouri.
3: Yes, oh, so, Shoni yeah.
4: so, how day. y'all doing? <laughs> oh, man. we
2: doing great.
4: KC Mo, a little we known fact, great. you know, people people don't know Kansas City was actually the first Kansas before K- actually the state. People don't what? know that. Yeah. N-
3: nah,
4: yep.
3: I didn't know that.
2: Yep. I'm
4: gonna let yes, you know ma'am. now. Yep. I didn't know that. Yep, yep. So Kansas City, so, Missouri was first. Kansas City, Missouri was first. named after the Car Indians.
3: Mm. calling
4: yep. Call kansas indians yep damn yep. free in- history. Yeah. little spring a so, little history on there i know yeah. i know more than just cutting hair you know
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
4: so let's go on and for
2: get sure. into it get into it so casey what for those who do not know you all right and those are that we're getting ready to inform just tell us a little brief information about yourself tell us about yourself man
4: oh oh man i'm a um, artist by heart uh professional by trade you know I'm, i just feel like um you know i'm at the point of my life you know i'm trying to build something more secure for myself being a barber game i've, I've been in the you know, professional IT industry for over twenty years, stepped away from that and just wanted to go out go out but on faith and do my own talent. So um you know, that's pretty much a, a quick synopsis of my, my uh my career. Dope. Okay.
2: It. And what, what got you into cutting hair? Like what did you always do it even as a kid? Was it just something you learned maybe going off to school or what got you into cutting hair?
4: What's so funny and kind of ironic is is that my first job was actually in the barber shop. I think I was like twelve years old sweeping up sweeping up hair for my barber at the time, and I just had an, always had a knack for watching people do stuff where they be cutting hair or fixing something or building something and able to do it and regurgitate and do it myself. So I just watched him how he done it, and I was making a little money. had my own little side of the lawn business. And my dad, pops was like, hey, you need to start cutting, uh, paying for your own haircuts. And shoot, back then, $20, that was a lot for kids. So I just, you that $20, went to Walmart. I wouldn't recommend that for everybody. Went to Walmart, got my first clippers, and, and just, you know, started practicing, messed up a few times. And then I just started uh, getting better and better at it. And, you know, some people started seeing my cuts around the neighborhood, and I started cutting all the kids' cuts ahead around the neighborhood, and it just went on from there.
2: Okay, that's amazing. So you went. Your dad kind of invested in your business, gave you the front, right? And so you said, "I'm gonna yeah. head over to Walmart, pick me up some clippers, and I'm gonna get at it."
3: <laughs> right,
4: right. I I got to figure out one one way or another, you know. So, like I said, I just kind of trained. Like I said, I've been an artist since I can since I can be going to school. So I just transitioned that that art, artistic talent into, into cutting hair. So I just, I just. Help me with learning blending and light and dark and you know learning different designs and you know line and contrast and things of that nature
2: absolutely so what is your favorite thing about cutting hair like what is what is your favorite thing about doing a cut
4: uh for me it's really just taking um i i, I, I usually like to say that like my clippers and, and all my tools and my paint and like the head is like my canvas. So I like to take some, something that's, you know, a blank canvas and make it into something beautiful. You know, I, I like to, you know, just like a, I mean, for example, like when you get a haircut, you know, you have a different confidence about yourself. You have a different step about you. You're looking fresh, you're looking clean. You're looking, you know, looking uh, crispy. You no, know, you you have a different uh, swag about yourself, so I like to not kind of implement that into my my quality of my cuts.
1: hmm And and so Casey, when you're doing these creative cuts, and, and uh, man, listen for those that don't know, uh, you know your your Instagram page uh, is off the chain uh, with so many fresh cuts. And when you're doing these fresh cuts, what gives that? What gives you that motivation? Because Tree's hair is designed and sharp to attack. And she'll say every week. So, like what gives you that motivation driving that creative, I guess uh, you know, that creative niche that uh make your haircuts stand out from every other barber cuz they they do stand out.
4: I appreciate that, man. I appreciate it a lot. Um for me, I just focus on the quality, you know, and like like I said I was in in, in, in um, uh, you know, kind of a uh a skip in my my journey. I was in IT for over 20 years, so I try to bring that Professional quality into mm-hmm. uh, the barber game, and and to and that's what I'm trying. That's one of my goals is, just, is you know to also bring that into for other barbers too that may not understand and know the professional environment and what you know professionalism is. You know, try I focus more on quality. You know, I, I'm not trying to get you in and out the chair in 15, 10 or fifteen minutes just to get a bag. You know, I feel like if I focus on quality, focus on um, you know precision and and the quality cut, then you know the bag is gonna come regardless. So mm-hmm. I, I just don't, I don't try to focus on trying to get, get in, people in and out of the chair. If you, you want to do that, you can go to one of those uh those other one places with the locker rooms. So I ain't going to say the name.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, we wouldn't put nobody out there like that.
4: I but ain't putting nobody out. I, ain't, I ain't doing no free advertising.
1: No, I get you. I get you. Not at uh, all. Murph, what you doing, and, and did you go back, Casey Murph, the Fool, or was it just Murph? Sounds like it will be Murph.
4: Well, you know. I I go by Murph, like growing up my, my friends call me Murph or Smurf, some along the lines, just playing with around with my name. So I just like, you know, let's make it easy, just call me Murph Murph Barber for, you know, uh promotion and, and to try to build a brand. So mm. you can call me Murph. You know, people call me Casey too, but you know, that's yeah. all good.
1: But people was also calling you the bootlegger. So what's that about? Because people calling you the bootlegger before I guess or when your talent was popping. Um uh, so what would you say to that? How did that name kind of get uh, thrown around to you as a nickname?
4: Well, um, during I mean, back in the day, you know, I was um, – before I was uh, a licensed barber, you know, they called that bootlegged. So I, I would, you know, quiet as cap. I mean, I guess, okay, none, nobody do nothing about it now. But, <laughs> I mean, I, I would cut – I'll be up in and people. And I would cut anywhere I could, whether it be people's kitchens, you know, people's basements. Uh, Bathrooms, whatever, wherever I can set up at, you know. Sometimes I'll be cutting at like two, three in the morning. So, you know, I've, I've, I've paid my dues, you know, over the years, you know, hustling, trying to, you know, do. So that's kind of, probably, probably where that came from. Yeah, putting that bath towel
1: around a niggas neck, like yo, put this <laughs> bath <exactly>. towel underneath <laughs> your shirt, itching the shit, the hair clip, the right? <laughs> with the hair, with the hair clip, bath towel the hair clip, clips and shit to them dirty is <laughs> the clip falling on dirty floors. <laughs> right well, so I know that was crazy yeah, I'm, so I'm, you were in, in different areas in, in Kansas City uh, the show me state Missouri cutting hair uh, cutting hair at different locations so what I know that was probably like crazy what's interesting about that because you don't really see that too much uh, at least I mm-hmm. haven't what was one of those experiences where you like yo I can't come back to you you know your you spot and cut so if it was at a you know, somebody's crib, garage. Have you had those experiences?
4: Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, as far as in like, you know, transitioning from being in somebody's kitchen to a barbershop, is that kind of what you're talking about? No, well, in that time, it was a crazy experience.
1: Inside of a barbershop, but my ask is when you were bootlegging, as they would say, and going to different places like somebody's house, kitchen, the bedroom, the garage, right. like Who's what was that one of those experiences?
2: Like? fish and corn right. chips and you was like i can't real. come who back house over here nasty as fuck and you like yo i'm nasty coming as back fuck, fuck and you couldn't go <laughs> <laughs> who had them who had them roaches marching up the wall like it was oh, the answer yeah, you the one.
1: Well, they don't, even necessarily have to don't put they them head, out don't there you?
4: but what what's that experience <laughs>
3: um
4: oh my god I, I I've seen it all I'm like I, hey, I, sometimes I, I, I rather saying. just can I Can I cut you Can I cut your hair outside I mean it may be a little bit a <laughs> little bit better a little bit more sanitary than it, <laughs> and then make it so bad it'd be some you know supposed basement you'd be like um yeah is that supposed to be moving or right is, oh, I'm so confused you know, I'm sitting there trying to cut and trying to look in looking in my peripheral vision, to make sure ain't nothing crawling up on my leg. Yeah, yeah, it's. it's I've, had, I've had some episodes, you know, and you know, most of it, man. Unfortunately, with like bootleg, man, you, you don't you don't get that professional prices. You know what I'm saying? You, you bootlegging, so it's like you yeah. you, you try a 10 ten dollar cuts. You get, you get what you. You get what you getting, you know what I'm saying? You're going to people's houses, you gon you gon' you're gonna see it and they don't, don't let them offer you some food. I'm like, uh you know I just no, ate <laughs> you know, I'm good. I just ate literally
3: I'm full, I'm full I got of here.
4: Shit.
3: So Ooh, I can't than, eat nothing more. <laughs> so
2: other than providing haircuts, let the public know what other services do you offer what what all can someone get from you when they come and patronize your business
4: oh um i do everything from dreads um dread retwists, twists um and um, um starter locks um i do uh, styling for, for locks i do facial shaves um, every, everything when it comes to your full service, uh, as far as in a barbershop is concerned, I try to offer as much, as much as I possibly can to give somebody a quality experience, you know, so they don't want to have to, oh, I need to go over here to get my locks done or I'll go over here. You can get everything all in one, all inclusive in one, in one place.
2: Okay. That's what's up. And do you still, cause I know even though now you're in a barbershop and, You no longer have to do house calls will you now still do a house call for an additional fee or do you do weddings and stuff of that nature let us know
4: oh yeah oh yeah yeah um i'll definitely you know do house calls it's different you know my mindset is different from when i was in my early 20s in college and as a teenager so yeah um i understand the 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 professionalism and and what needs what charges need to be done so no, I, I've done wedding wedding packages um, uh, this past summer. You know, just doing groomsmen groomsmen packages, and you know, I do tra- I do travel to different um, uh, like uh, when uh, celebrities come in town. Like I had uh, when they had Big Twelve last year, not this year because of the whole Corona joint going on. But uh, you know, I had coaches from 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 uh, from uh, Houston University. I cut one of the coaches here, just came to his, his hotel room, and you know, kind of charged him a travel fee. So it, it's all it's all on the table. It's all possible. It's just, you know, just making sure that people understand the quality and, and you know, and respect the respect the quality and uh, understand that they're paying for a good service.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Absolutely. And when it comes to quality, let me put that out there. People, you get what you pay for. So don't go Ooh. sitting, you Some know, I know number. y'all gonna you gonna hear him on this show, okay? Cause I definitely we wanted to bring him on because everybody's like, damn, Trish, your haircut is fly. So I definitely wanted to get my barber on here to holler at y'all, but do not go sit in his chair talking about you heard him on finesse media and you're not tippy. Okay, we don't we don't play that. Tip your barber, okay? It's a service industry. He's providing you a service, and he's going to give you a hell of a service. You're not going to sit in his chair and get a quick 10, 15-minute cut. Like, he takes his time. He does it very, if you see me anytime with my line and my cut, it's very precise. It's razor sharp. Every hair is going to be where it's supposed to be. It's going to be even all around. He does a hell of a job. So, when you go get a service of that caliber, you have to make sure that you are doing your part on your end as well. So, don't go sit in my barber's chair and not tip him. Okay? Just don't go do it. All right? Go go to Jimmy Bob somewhere else or go get that $5 haircut that's going to look like a $5 haircut. But don't go
3: sit in he his gonna,
4: chair. you're going to spend $5 and, and then come back from my chair for me to fix it. Trust me. <laughs> and that's Absolutely. what
3: people,
1: and that's what people are doing. So, like Murph in Kansas City, which is a you know another huge city, uh, you know what's the challenge or what? I, I, let me rephrase. In Kansas City and being a barber, what makes you stand out as a barber uh, from your competitors? You know within that market because barbering, you know, with social media, people are you know being able to hashtag different barbers. So how are you making yourself or what in your business stands you out or set you apart from other barbers?
4: Uh, you know, just being the best, you know, just trying to, you know, doing the best, everything I can to be the, be one of the best and be the best in Kansas City, you know, um, just offering that quality service, you know, um, you know, I, I try to post and make sure that everybody sees the quality that I offer. So then when they, like, like, you know, was saying, when you sit down in my chair, you already know what you're getting, you know, and mm-hmm. just also just bringing, like I said, that professionalism in, into, the, that's why I only go by appointment. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, I want I, I want you I want to respect people's time and I want them to respect my time as too. So it's like, you know, we there go by go. point, we have be trying Like, hey, you know, when you know, when you have an appointment with me, I'm here to share to get you make sure that you're taken care of. So, you know, I, I just try to folk like I said, focus on did the whole professional side and quality side of it and that's kind of what, you know, a future program that I'm trying to bring to the table You because know, in the future I'm trying to get my own barbershop and have my own program as well to kind of bring more professionalism and uh, uh, atmosphere to other barbers that may not, may or may not learn that in barber school
3: because, mm-hmm.
4: you know, I learned that in the corporate America. They, they a lot of times they don't teach that in school. Absolutely.
3: That's
4: what
3: i was going to say.
1: Mm-hmm. Go you did Go With corporate America, I mean, doing that, let me get closer to the mic, but you... Being in corporate America, I mean, Did that transition or what was that transition like? Coming from corporate America, being paid, knowing exactly what your income is, and, and depending on that, uh, into really being a full time barber.
4: I mean, you know, it's you get it's a bitter it's bittersweet because like corporate America, yeah, you know, you get it you get a, you know you going not get a paycheck every couple of weeks, but there's a lot mm-hmm. of things that go on with that, you know, you know, dealing with the corporate, uh, you know, politics and you know. Um, not to make it a black and white thing, but, as, you know, as a black man, it's harder for us in corporate America to excel the, yes, to, the, to the point we deserve. You know, because it's like, we got to work 10 times harder than our, our white counterparts, and they could be sitting there playing on their phone all day, and, you know, and we'd be working 10 times hard, and we barely get recognized, you know, and not getting paid the same amount as he is. So, mm-hmm. I, and I just got tired of laying, getting laid. I got laid off. I mean, I mean, to be honest with you, I have, you know, so many stories. I've been laid off probably closer to nine different times in the corporate America and I just got tired of not having that security you know it's not like when mm-hmm. my parents grew up that we could be on a job 20-30 years and have a pension you know it's like we gotta you know I, I wanted right. something more secure that can't nobody take away from me so mm-hmm. that's why I, I decided to go into the barber game but I also took, took from the corporate America just kind of how to deal with the customer service deal with people you know how to talk to people how to present myself in a professional manner you know uh, how to be clean cut. You know, knowing that my, you know, because I cut my own hair too, knowing that I'm on my own billboard because if somebody looking looking at you, you looking raggedy, why would somebody mm-hmm. want want you to cut their hair? You know. So it's those okay, types of things I, that I understood. For sure. Right.
2: That's that's an excellent yeah. point, and it's right. I'm gonna tell you if you are in Kansas City or if you come and you're going if you're passing through make sure you holler at him, but you're going to see he's always quite tailored. Whether he's in jeans and a t-shirt or if he's thrown on something, a button down or something like that, Murph is always tailored. So that is an excellent point as to you are your own billboard. You know, a lot of times it's horrible to say, but some people do. They'll judge you just by how you look. They'll judge you And, and judge, juror, and put you away and not give you a chance because of what you look like so it's so important to have a certain appearance or to hold yourself at a certain nature you know so that that can help expand and grow your business so when it comes to things around the community what kind of things are you doing within your community
4: um, I actually was um, I worked several times with Make-A-Wish Foundation as a wish grander. Um, just um, helping the community with that and that's another thing that um, I hope that people can get from this podcast if anything is like there's there's programs out there like make a wish that like the black community is not taking taking advantage of that for terminally ill kids that can grant, grant wishes for these kids that you know they fly on the disney world and, and take you have them meet their their celebrities that are that are free of charge it's just they have so many you know, the, just all i have to do is just sign up and you know a wish grant will come and kind of interview you and things of that nature um i've also worked with uh, big brothers big sisters um um one of the big brothers, he, he took, he takes his kids. He, at one point in time, we were working together where he was taking his his little brothers to me, and I was just cutting his hair and just doing free cuts for them because, you know, they don't have the biggest thing about the, our communities. We need mentors, we need people that's gonna say, hey, I care about you. You know what I'm saying? It, to me, it wasn't about, oh, I need to get this money from this kid. It's like, you know, if if a kid ain't had a kid, uh, haircut in a while because he lives in a single family home, he's a single father or single mother home and they don't can't afford it. You know, it's you know what is it, what, it's gonna mean more to him me to give him like, a nice clean cut so we can go to school or go or, or you know walk around feeling proud and feel some type of way about himself than you know me mm-hmm. just getting getting money from you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. it's all about like I said when you step up and you have a nice and you look presentable you look clean you you have a different swag about yourself you know you,
3: you the Absolutely. outside
4: sometimes reflects the inside you know so it's it's, it's you know so I, I try to do my what I can to work with Big Brothers Big Sisters and Make-A-Wish Foundation. Even the barbershop, we do stuff in the community uh, like food drives and things of that nature to kind of help out and do things for the community itself. So I'm all about that. I do like back-to-school haircuts, you know, with uh, some of my church members, you know, uh, during the, during the, around the August time. So I do everything I can to be in the community. And
3: Nothing. that's not that's
1: just... I was going to say, that's finessing the game, uh, being absolute. around... And, and, and having your uh, input and footprint beyond the brand of Murphy the Barber. I mean, because that's really important. And I think much as you do for other people says a lot about yourself. Uh, so definitely, man, I
2: want to applaud you, man, for doing so much. I really want to Absolutely.
3: that.
2: Absolutely. Add on to what he's saying. It's not, as uh, the young folks would say, he's not capping. Um, at his barbershop, <laughs> they real? had an event. <laughs> They had an event um, that I participated in. I went and took pictures, but it was called Unity in the Community. And they had a DJ out. They were providing free health testing. So you get tested, make sure you uh, your blood pressure was all right to see if you had diabetes. Um, they had STI testing, um, heart checkups, a DJ, a bounce house for the kids. Uh, They gave away tons and tons of food. They had a huge grill out there, and I called it like a Mexican soul food mix, okay? Because you had the greens and the mac and cheese and all that kind of stuff, hot dogs. But then you had Hispanic food where you had the street tacos and the grilled chicken with lime all
1: right trees i'm getting
2: and all hungry that. <laughs>
3: yeah yeah i'm getting hungry i'm, like, Whoa, so I'm it getting was, hungry over in this yeah, motherfucker. yeah <laughs> they gave
2: they gave away money they gave away tvs and bikes oh, for the kids and all that kind of stuff so he's not capping you know they were really trying to do something big casey is working mm. on doing stuff and making a solid footprint in the community and Especially in the times that are going on now, that's something that you should look into with who you go and patronize. You know, I feel that wherever you're spending your money, that's your hard earned money. and You should feel like the person you're spending it with respects that you spend it there as well as what their character is. And so Mm -hmm. I can say for him, not only does he respect your time, respect your money, because he knows you don't have to patronize him, but it's a choice to. But he's also using those funds and he's doing something major in his community. So that's a huge thing. Not only are you supporting someone in their business and you're supporting this black entrepreneur, but you're also supporting the community that he's in. And for us, that should play a major part in why you should patronize a person. Definitely.
4: Well, this gives you a
2: applause for that. <laughs> but that's
4: real, though. Yes, That's real. I started to take yeah. off in
2: the shout. Thank you.
4: Uh, I know. Uh, you almost had me getting out here running. Boy, shoot.
3: <laughs> Boy,
4: that was dope. That was dope. I said, no, 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 no.
3: It's all my
4: Honda. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. But that's cool.
2: So, yeah, I definitely man. have some, some questions for you. We're going to play a quick little game and then we'll definitely have you shout out some information because I want everyone to be able to know where you're located, how to follow you, uh, what you got coming up if you got some new events or somewhere they can catch you at, if you're doing a barber bi- battle or anything in that nature. But before that, we're going to go ahead and play a quick game. So, Start. if you were stuck on an island for a year and could only listen to one album, what would it be?
3: Oh, wow. Wow. I would say uh,
4: Wu-Tang Clan. Good.
3: uh thirty six chambers yes
4: Okay. Instant classic. instant classic
2: classic yes okay yes thirty six chambers
4: that's a good one
2: that was a good one i might have said enter the woo but thirty thirty six chambers is a good one
4: Man. okay oh yeah enter the i mean you can't i mean i i can go on and on, but it's like if i had to just 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 pick one just go the coin. I, yeah, yep. I had to pick one so yep. yeah.
2: Yep, that's a good
4: one, though.
2: though. That's a good one. Okay, I'll take it. I'll take it. Now, if you could remake any movie and be the main character, what movie
4: would it be? Oh, oh, oh. Harlem Nights. Harlem Nights.
3: Come on. (laughs) That is a classic. Come on. Who you gonna be? be. Okay. It is quick. It is. Here's my picket color. It is. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) Who would I be? Uh, Oh,
4: man. I think I could be quick. I think I'm swiping enough to be quick. I'll be quick.
3: <laughs> be oh, I think I'm, be, uh,
4: I'm gonna be. I'm gonna
2: be Dela Reese in there. What was our character name? Uh, uh, no, uh, was her name? I don't know, but I got a uh, bitch name. Are you Sunshine. in, are you in charge
3: of girls? Yeah. Yes, I am in charge of the, the girls. Girl. <laughs> Man, I quote
4: every one, every one, move one, every that part one, of that move.
2: That's a good one. Harlem Nights is a classic. You can watch that movie over and over again.
4: Okay, now,
2: yeah, they have it speaking on it. They have it on Netflix now. So, for all of those who haven't seen Harlem Nights, if you have Netflix, check it out. You know, if you could have a superpower, what would it be?
3: Ooh,
4: wow. Um, a superpower. What would it be? Um. I would say, um, I mean, man, off the top of my head, probably super strength, I guess.
3: Okay. Yeah, super
4: strength.
2: Super strength.
4: Just just super break strength. a nigga you know, neck just, if need be.
2: Uh, broken just, neck.
4: Just, just like, just, just my little, little pinky pinky thumb. Yeah. Like, this is what You, know, mm. you talking? What? What
1: you say? Right, this is my strong yeah. hand. Why is me not this?
2: Is my guy. Right. Right.
3: <laughs> Mister
2: Strong Hand. Just this my
3: strong uh-uh. hand. Just there, <laughs> uh-uh everybody. Does, does Wayne Brady have to snack it <laughs> 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 No, that's, dope. that's it. good.
2: That's That question is so funny too. when you ask people. Because everyone thinks, and then everyone's superpower, I, I haven't heard anyone repeat one yet. So you said the super strength, uh-uh. and it's funny how a lot of people, when they say they're superpower, everyone has a side of it. So we had one guest, and she was like, I wanted the the zapping eyes thing. And I was like, the zapping eyes, <laughs> yeah, like I could just zap people with my eyes, like zing, like, oh, okay. <laughs> Like so a everybody o'clock. has, yeah, everybody has their their superpower, that's hilarious, okay, we're gonna do finish the sentence, okay, I'm gonna start the sentence off, and I want you to finish it. The first thing I do uh-huh. when I wake up is
3: uh, brush my teeth,
2: <laughs> brush your teeth, okay, gotta get the uh, breath
3: fresh. Right, if I right.
2: wasn't a barber, I would be.
4: Oh, um, the hypothetical, like, if, uh, I would say, uh, uh, I wish I could sing. That's what I would say.
3: <laughs> Man, you I would love to be
4: singer? able to sing. I'll be an RB singer. I'll be, boy, woof, throwing <laughs> them off. you
3: be, happy birthday yeah. to you. <laughs> happy birthday to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. He, he going to down.
2: Now. He going to sing them down. I,
3: I would
2: sing, woo, woo, woo. <laughs> <laughs> it would do woo, woo, woo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just go for it. Right, I think right. I'm a what person? I think I am a what person?
4: Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I think I'm a loving person. That's uh, I really do either. Yeah, I think I'm a, a very
2: low. I have a big heart from, from what I've been told. Ah, oh, that, that was a good one. I heard anybody say that. I wasn't expecting that. And that is Teresa Millionaire's questions. Thank you for participating. No, so,
3: thank back you. To the,
2: <laughs> back to the interview. So tell everyone, well, we really haven't left it. Tell everyone where they can find you at. Where where can they find you? Let's first go. What's the location of the barbershop?
4: Okay, we are, uh, the barbershop is Drake's Barbershop at 106 West 39th Street. We're like a block, uh, I want to say west of Maine in Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, probably like a, a spitting distance from, from Westport, the bar area. So uh, we're in a pretty good midtown location.
2: Absolutely. And if someone wanted to book you because you go by appointments, where do they go to book you?
4: Uh you can go either on um I'm on actually on style seat under Murph the Barber, uh, but you can you can book me through Instagram or through Facebook at Murph the Barber. Not the Murph the Barber. <laughs> uh and all social media. All social the Proverbs Spelling spellin', Murph the Barber. At all social media, and uh, I have a a book a, a book me button on there as well, so you can book through there as well.
2: Absolutely, and for people, go ahead and spell out Murph the barber for everyone, because I know everyone's gonna spell Murph differently, and we want to make sure they're able to get a hold of you. So go ahead and spell that out for everyone.
4: Correct, correct. You spell Murph M as in Mary, U R F as in Frank, F as in Frank. So Murph
2: absolutely and And it's the barber not duh like d-a yeah the the proper word okay t-h-e i did
3: go to college all right Right. i'll
1: tell you college murph i'm not sure if we said that Uh, i don't think so the college that you attended i know that you were into it postgraduate so what college did you attend
4: uh, well, I went through UMKC, but I graduated from DeVry with a bachelor's uh, degree in computer information systems, and I got a uh, master's degree in network communications and project management. Damn. There you go. Finesse and there again. Is. education.
1: uh scholastically. And i and education. Scholastically. And I'm also a,
4: a proud member of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. Hey, okay, we ain't talking about that. All right, Murph, thank you so <laughs> much for
3: joining <playing laughs> yeah, the yeah. episode of Finesse uh, well, You podcast. got it. We'd like to thank you so much. Look at KB, like messing with him. Nah, KB, is, KB is, KB is Let's the stigma. Up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, no, we'll talk wow. to you later, man. Thank you, man, for joining us. <laughs> 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 yeah,
1: real talk, man. Yep. That's amazing. Everybody doesn't
2: Everybody like this. I told brothers to the 119.
4: Yes. Oh,
3: 06. There it goes. <laughs> no, I, no, I know
4: you got kind of chilly talking to me. I know you
3: did, brother. <laughs> <laughs> that's all
1: good. That's I know up. you did. No, no, man. With all jokes aside, man, um, again, you're somebody who's finessing the game. Uh, each and every episode, Murph, we bring on people who's doing just that, man. You've been finessed by Finesse Media. Um, again, all jokes aside, uh, we also had your brother of Apple Phi Alpha, Darnell Walker, uh, on a couple of episodes back, and he's a pilot, African-American pilot. So uh, we love that our HBCUs, that our Greek brothers, oh, yeah. uh, and, and our several sisters in the Divine Nine that's doing their thing, man. So to hear that you're a member of Alpha Phi Alpha definitely uh, speaks volume uh, about the hard work and dedication that we put in, again, as, as members of these organizations, and also the service, uh, Merv, that you're doing speaks volume. Uh, within your area there you Uh, go that's the key
4: one
1: yeah the the service service, man it's
4: all all greek love it's all greek love yeah
1: yeah i i I play with that but real talk trees member of sigma gamma Row, uh and again myself i bet sigma man it's definitely good to hear from uh all of that and share that love and give this podcast or the the platform uh so that you can come on this podcast to talk about the things that you're doing so i thank you man for, for joining us on this episode man definitely
4: no, I appreciate the opportunity. This is definitely a blessing. I don't take things like this lightly. So I, I do appreciate the opportunity to come and speak to you and be on your show. It's man, definitely a blessing. Yeah,
1: I love Barbers and I always true. say you guys got to stay current. Uh, you got to stay trendy, uh, and you most uh, certainly got to be available.
4: Goddamn it! So that the key for yeah.
1: your availability.
4: That that's what that that uh quality that quality that that a uh, professional and that leadership comes into you got be you gotta be the example you gotta lead by example mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying because mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: you should be cutting uh, right now I don't see how you're not cutting we had a guest on before and her ass was uh, <laughs> doing makeup as she was uh, shout out to BD Kelly uh, as she was doing this interview uh but you should be cutting so I know that your time is definitely important so to take time to speak with us on this platform man I can't thank you enough bro uh, but definitely before you get out of here, Murph, let us know, let the followers know uh, how they can stay up with you and how they can support everything that you're doing.
4: Uh, yeah, I appreciate it, um, everybody, for listening. And you can, uh, like I said, you can follow me at, uh, at any social media, at Murph, the Barber, M-U-R-F-F-T-H-E, uh, Barber, at any social media. And You can get any updates on me, what I'm doing, um, any type of uh, battles that I'm going to be in coming up here this summer. And um, just uh, hit me up and just let me know when you want some quality.
1: Yeah, that's what's up,
4: man. That's what's up. Thanks, bro. Thanks so much. Absolutely.
2: For coming on. Appreciate you coming on, man. You can always I hang on. No, no problem. You know, I was going to get you all here, man. Had to get you all here. It was too many people asking about the cuts. You know, once again, make sure y'all follow him. And, you know, if you see my hair and it's looking fresh to death, you already know. Who my hair uh, cut came from, who my artist who made my canvas look beautiful. It's <laughs> always gonna be Murph the Barber. So uh, you can always see his artwork on his pages, as well as every time I go see him, you're gonna see his artwork on my page because I'm always gonna post him up. So appreciate you coming and showing us some love on the show. Definitely hang on. Uh, you can listen to the rest of the show. And coming right up next to you is our HBCU of the week.
1: Murph, thank you, bro. We'll be talking with you soon. Appreciate it.
4: All right now.
0: Hang on. Don't hang up. Historically black colleges and universities commonly called HBCUs are defined by the Higher Education Act of 1965 as any historically black college or university that was established prior to 1964 whose principle was and is the education of black Americans and that is accredited by a nationally recognized accrediting agency or association determined by the Secretary of Education. It's now time for the Finesse Media Podcast, HBCU of the
3: Week.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, our HBCU of the Week is Alabama State University. Alabama State University, also known as ASU, is a public historically black university in Montgomery, Alabama. Founded in 1867, ASU is a member school of the Thurgood Marshall College Fund. Alabama State University was founded in 1867 as the Lincoln Normal School of Marion in Marion in December 1873. The state board accepted the transfer to title to the school after a legislative act was passed authorizing the state to fund a normal school and George N. Card was named president. Thus, in 1874, this predecessor of Alabama State University became America's first state-supported educational institution for blacks. This began ASU's history as a teacher's college. In 1878, the second president, William Patterson, was appointed. He is honored as a founder of Alabama State University and was the president for 37 of the school's first 48 years. Patterson was instrumental in the move from Marion to Montgomery in 1887. In 1887, the university opened in its new location in Montgomery, but an Alabama State Supreme Court ruling forced the school to change its name. It was renamed the Normal School for Colored Students. The campus was chosen in 1889, although preparing the buildings at the site took a while longer. In the decades that followed, Lincoln Normal School became a junior college and in 1928 became a full four-year institution in 1929 it became state teachers college alabama state college for the negroes in 1948 and alabama state college in 1954 in 1969 the state board of education then the governing body of the university approved a name change the institution became alabama state university ladies and gentlemen our hbcu of the week alabama state university
1: Hey. Shout out to Alabama State University, another member of ASU. the Southwest Athletic Conference. ASU. That's what's up, man. Hey, hey. Uh, definitely love it. And uh, what you're doing at Alabama State, the Bumblebees. Uh, you keep doing the it.
3: Bumblebee. Yeah. The bumble-
1: yeah, they're the Bumblebees. Uh, I'm getting V back yeah. because I hit you twice. Um, can you hear but, me now? Yeah, I can hear you good. Uh, but let me tell you, man, uh, each and every week on Finesse Media Podcast, what we do is spotlight HBCUs. So hit us up, Podcast at com, if you want your HBCU to be spotlighted. So we want to talk about it, but we also want to uh, have you to brag about it. So when you're hitting us up and letting us Definitely. know that you want, you want your HBCU to be spotlighted, let us know uh, that you want to also talk about your experience because the HBCU experience is one thing. And it's definitely something, if you never had it, uh, you would love to uh, hear about it. But again, this episode, man, has been such a good episode. Shout out to Murph in Kansas City. KC Mo. make sure I say it that way. The Show Me State, this brother came on this podcast and showed, I think, so much of, of uh, humility, uh, entrepreneurship, the drive tree Absolutely. that he has. Uh, your barber. Uh, is definitely doing the thing. He's finessing the mother loving game. I'll say it that way. With much respect to you, Murphy. <laughs> thanks so much uh, for joining us on this episode, man. Treese, you definitely got a good barber and a good brother.
2: Shout out to the brothers of Apple Five. Absolutely. Albers. Shout out. Yeah, he's definitely a good dude. Make sure y'all follow him. Make sure you go to book him and, you know, get you an appointment. You can download what I you which is called the style app. you just download it on your phone and you can book him directly through that app or as he said all of his social media all of his social media has um the book now button so you're able to get an appointment and book now through his Facebook as well as his Instagram. And you're not gonna be disappointed, you know, I have some friends that had came from out of town from Los Angeles for the Chiefs game, you know, you you know, we are world champions, but everybody, <laughs> everybody okay. that came, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm gonna keep. I mean, just in case y'all forgot, we're still the world super bowl champions here in kansas city don't forget it don't forget it
1: no shout out to the chief but
2: shout out to him but i had several friends that came in and uh i referred all of them to him and he took care of them one of my uh homeboys he was in the chair and his wife was like why is it taking this long i said because he's never had a proper haircut and obviously was like i guess not i said yeah he's he's giving him a proper haircut he got that hot towel working He's doing mm-hmm. that beard properly. He's giving him what he sh- truly should get, a service. You know, mm-hmm. he provides a, a wonderful service. So make sure y'all check him out. And, uh, you know, it's going to be great.
4: He's
1: doing his thing, Murph, man. Like I said, finesse thing. the game, man. So, again, Murph, we have it August the 22nd, 2020, in Dallas, Texas. It's finesse hey. me relaunch hey. party. And Murph hey. will definitely be in the building, not cutting hairs, but I'll say he's been invited, and uh, we want to uh, make sure that you, you never know. come. He yeah. might, hey, yeah. you know, he might cut hair. I, I, I just said he may not be cutting hair. I mean, you yeah. can there have fun, but yeah, yeah. If he still, chooses
2: to, you know, come on with it. I probably, I'm not even gonna lie. That's my barber. If he's flying to Dallas uh, to come to the opening, you know, I'm gonna come on now, KB. You know, I'm gonna look. You know, track. you gotta be. Fly. I'm gonna make sure he touches me up. You know, if he's coming in. <laughs> For our wonderful relaunch party, you know, you want to get your head touched. I'm sure he'll take a few appointments, but don't listen. Listen, once again, don't go using my name, name dropping and you not tipping him because I'm not going to be happy with you. You got to make sure y'all tip my barber good, man. Take care of
1: your barbers and your bartenders. I your barber, your
2: bartender, your beautician, your nail technician, mm-hmm. your real estate agent, your yeah. your flight attendant—all of those people are providing you a service, and you should be tipping them. You know, yeah. If, if they so provided make- you good service, provide them with a good tip. Mm-hmm. So tell them, hey, I appreciate that good service you provided me with.
3: Yeah,
1: you got it. People want that. to see that. People want to see that and love on on you. So. Uh, August 22nd is going down, the relaunch party and also the uh, season two wrap party, uh, Finesse Media uh, podcast, man. So make sure that you check us out, Finesse Media LLC, and uh, follow our page if you're not there already. And then click the uh, event and uh, make sure that you checked in with that. Also, make sure you follow us on all of our social media platforms at Finesse Media on Instagram. We're also uh, on TikTok as recent so hit us up Finesse Media on TikTok and if you're on Twitter that's underscore at Finesse Media man so again thank you for joining us with another episode of Finesse Media Podcast season 2 I've been your host Ken hopefully you've been finessed uh, by our special guest uh, Merv uh, the Barber and then my co-host Teresa Millionaire
2: always holding it down in the building Absolutely. Man. God damn it, Absolutely. man don't Good forget episode, to follow man. me On social media, make sure you go to the business page. Once again, I can't accept anybody else on my Facebook page, um, but I can get you on Facebook as well as Instagram on my business page at Latrice Murray Views. That's at L-A-T-R-I-C-E-M-U-R-R-A-Y-V-I-E-W-S, Latrice Murray Views. I want to see you on my Instagram. I want to see you on my Facebook, Uh, you know, Talk to me, I'll talk back. Talk to me, I'll talk back. And as usual, here at Finesse Media, we're going to keep it official like a referee with a whistle. I'll talk to y'all later. Man, we out of here. We'll see you
1: next episode of Finesse Media Podcast Season 2. Thank you for
0: listening to another episode of Finesse Media Podcast. Make sure that you hit the follow or subscribe button to be notified when new episodes are released. Also, make sure that you are following us on all of our social media pages. Instagram, we are at Finesse Media. Twitter, check us out at underscore Finesse Media. And on Facebook, Finesse Media LLC. See you next week with something brand new.